Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. We're so glad that you decided to join us, amen, and that you had the opportunity to do so, amen. We are blessed that the Lord is in our midst because where two or three are gathered together in his name, he comes right in the midst, amen. So we want to thank the Lord for coming so that we could have church, amen. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that happens to be where you are. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And we also meet on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S. and whatever time that happens to be in whatever time zone you happen to be in that day. So we invite you to join us, and we encourage you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. Amen. When the page comes up across the banner, you will see M-I-C, Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, sign in using your own personal name. Amen? Your mother did not name you Guest, so you may not use that. You may use your name. Amen? Thank you. Amen. Use your name. And uh, say hello to the saints, and the saints will say hello to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that's the same method that you use when you go to the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room to enter a prayer request that is addressed to the Godhead, somebody in the Godhead anyway. Amen. Uh, We do not um, receive prayer requests to the saints. Because the saints don't answer prayers. God does. So you will need to address your prayer requests to the Lord, to your heavenly Father. Amen? Because they're the ones who answer prayers. We just come in agreement with them and with the scriptures that go along with your prayer requests. Amen? Praise the Lord. So now we have that taken care of. Let's go on with the things of God. I'm so glad that so many of you are able to come up to hear us live. Uh, Some people live in a different time zone and they have to recast, but that's okay. If you need to recast, you may simply pull up the website and go to Blog Talk Archive Sermon and uh, click that link and scroll down till you reach the sermon that you wish to listen to. Amen? Amen. And... If you're on a cell phone, you just use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. And across the banner, you'll see three white lines on a black background. 
click the three white lines. That's your link that opens up all the other links, and then you may follow the directions as they were given. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I know everybody has had plenty of rest and an exhilarating day and a start of a new month, and you just can't wait to get going. Amen? You can't wait to get going. Praise the Lord. It's a great day in the kingdom. Amen? No matter what's going on. I posted something uh, earlier today in the chat room that you might find to be interesting. I found it to be quite interesting, and the Lord wanted you to know about it, so I posted a link. Feel free to avail yourself to it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Also, I want to thank all of you who have been sending in your condolences, your sympathy cards, and your blessings to the members that have experienced uh, bereavement in their families. Amen. Uh, Sister Gina lost her aunt uh, a, a little while back, and uh, it was in the midst of several saints uh, experiencing this. So just keep everybody in prayer. Amen. Brother Sam lost a nephew and his wife, tragically. And there have been several such situations. So just keep everybody lifted in prayer like you always do them through this time of bereavement. If you want to send a card, you know what to do. So, amen. We love everyone. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (sighs) Yes. There is wondrous working power in the blood of Jesus Christ. There is power, power, wondrous working power in the blood. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus, which through your eternal spirit purges our conscience from dead work in order to enable us to serve you. Thank you for redeeming us through the precious blood of Jesus Christ, who became an eternal sacrifice for our sins, without any blemishes or imperfections. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, who shed his blood for us, We are able to believe in you, Father, because your word assures us that you raised Jesus from the dead and gave him glory so that all of our faith and hope would be in you. Through the blood of Jesus, you have reconciled us to yourself, Father, and being reconciled, we are likewise saved through his life. Thank you so much for the power of his blood. Your word shows how the Israelites applied sacrificial blood to the doorposts of their houses in order to keep the plague from coming near their dwelling. We claim the protective power of Jesus' blood for us and for our families, Lord. We praise you for your promise that assures us 
that when you see the blood of Jesus Christ, you will be sure to protect us. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you. You teach us in your word that we are able to overcome the enemy, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Therefore, we plead the protection of the blood of Jesus Christ over our home and family, and we know that you will plant your hedge of protection around us because as for us and our homes, we will serve you. Help us, Father, to walk in the light as Jesus is in the light, because we know this will enable us to have true fellowship with other believers, and the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us from all sin. The blood of Jesus was shed for the remission and forgiveness of our sins. Therefore, we know we are freely justified by his grace through the redemption that his blood provides for us. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to be a sacrifice for our sins. And we respond to this truth of our faith with total trust in the power of his blood. With your help, we will declare his righteousness to the world, and we will accept the certainty that all of our sins have been fully remitted through his blood. In the same way that we have been justified through his blood, we know we will be saved from wrath through him. Father, we thank you for the power of Jesus' blood in our lives. Amen. Sincerely hope you agree with that prayer or else you need to get born again. Amen. You need to be born again. Amen. We would be nothing without the blood of Jesus Christ. We would all probably be crispy critters by now, going being exactly where we deserve to be, in hell, in flames, in torment forever. We need the blood of Jesus Christ. And so we want to thank the Lord for coming to earth on our behalf and on the behalf of many others. We would not have deliverance if it weren't for the blood of Jesus Christ. We would have no guarantee of ever being healed or delivered or set free or any of the wonderful things that God has done for us. We would have no inheritance in Christ Jesus we would not be the sons of God without the blood of Jesus Christ. We would be lost and an absolute wreck like the rest of the world that doesn't walk in the blood of Jesus. But you see, the blood of Jesus has been shed for them too. They just have to do what it takes to come into relationship with him that their sins might be washed away. Amen. And it's up to us to tell them about it. It's up to us to tell them about it. No, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to know because they don't want to be saved. I'll just be blunt. They really don't want to, most of them. There are very few of them that really are searching for the Lord. But that's going to change, you see. 
circumstances in life uh, get people's attention. And sometimes you have to let them experience the reasons they need Jesus. If you keep interrupting the process, they keep going around that same mountain over and over. So let them find out. God let you find out. Amen? God let you experience what you needed to experience so that you could see that you needed to be saved and that you needed a Savior. So by any means, don't prevent others from getting the point and let them get it. Amen? It's a point that they need. Amen? It's a point that they need. They need to find out why they need to be saved without you having to give all the details. Experiences of life needs to help convince that it's time for change. Amen? They need to have some experience with difficulty and trial and suffering and tribulation. They need to get the point. So by all means, let them get the point. Amen? By all means, let them grow up. Let them come to a right understanding that when they do bad things, they're going to reap what they have sown. Stand there and say it until you're blue in the face. But until they experience it, they're not going to believe you. Hmm. What wisdom. Amen. Let them experience it. You had to experience things, and you made it. Let them experience some things. Amen? Everybody needs an opportunity to make it in. And on the way, there are some experiences that convince you that you need to change. So don't be praying away everybody's experiences all the time. You need wisdom from the Holy Spirit. Let them find out what it feels to be lost what it feels like. You understood. You got it. God got through to you. It took a bit, but he got right through your strong will, self-sufficient. I've got all the answers, self. Let them grow up too. Amen? Let them grow up. Or else you'll be trying to lead them to Jesus And in two seconds, the minute things don't go their way, they'll be right back in the world. And here we go all over again. So just sit over there and fast and pray and trust God, and he will get them. Yes, they may experience some uncomfortable moments. Some of them have to come to terms with evil things they've done. But they need to grow up. It's imperative. We're so close to the end, they've got to get it. So stop babying them and stop petting their flesh. Cut it out. Stop petting their flesh. Let them find out that Jesus is real because they don't believe you when you tell them. Let them find out. You've been praying for them to get saved? Well, now let them get saved, okay? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Let them grow up. Let them find out. They've got to have a testimony, and all of this is part of their testimony. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you that you were able to convince us to come out of sin and to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And we thank you for other people receiving that same blessed treatment, opportunity to discover that they are wrong. Amen. They've heard us talk about it, preach about it, pray about it, sing about it, and they're still doing what they want to do. So, Lord, you have a remedy for that. We know because we experience the remedy. Amen? And we know it works because we're in the kingdom now. So we release that blessing to them and let them have their own experience with you so that they can find out that what we said is still the truth. Amen? Amen. Praise God forevermore. Amen. We're going to let them find out just like we did. Amen? People tried to tell us, and we went, "Uh uh-huh, to get them to shut up and leave us alone. Well, there came a day when that just didn't work anymore. So let them have fun too. (laughs) Amen? (laughs) Let them. Some of you used to drink like like, um, liquor was, it it had to go in your body because Why, you just couldn't live without it. You know, you had to have it. And then one day you woke up. It might have been with your head in the commode, but you woke up. And you got up and said, never again will I do this. You see, everybody has to come to their place where they have to come to terms with the truth of who God is. Terms with it. You can't march them up to that place. They've got to find it for themselves. And God is working on them because you're praying and standing in agreement with him. So keep standing in agreement with God. They're going to get there. They might be crying, but that's okay. You cried too. Amen? You cried. You hollered. You lied to God. He got you out of it, and you went right back to doing what you were doing before. Yes, you did. But that last time, it was the last time. So now, let them have their experience, and you and they'll be in, and you won't have to keep chasing them down. You know, you need to come listen to Blog to listen to Miracle Internet. You won't have to convince them anymore. They'll be calling you, telling you it's time to come up on the air. Do you understand? Amen. Get out the way and let the Holy Spirit do his thing. That's the way you do this. Praise the Lord. They're coming in. How? Well, some of them. (laughs) Up the rough side of the mountain, but in is in. Hell is still hell. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for your patience and your long-suffering with us as we acted like fools just like other people do. But you convinced to be believers in Jesus Christ. You convinced us that we needed the blood of the Lamb to wash our sins away. You convinced us 
that hell was not a place that we wanted to go. Yes, Lord, you convinced us. And so we are thankful that you are in the process of convincing many others that we have prayed for. They need to be convinced. That's right. They need to be convinced. So, Lord, thank you for the convincing. Amen. We want them to be solid in Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to thank you, Father, that you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Yes, Father, we cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, all his evil spirits, all demonic agents, and all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. And we bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them city of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for all eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks, leviathan spirits, brainwashing spirits, kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, Sorcery devils, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, whoredom spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and all of their attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons, binding electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, Technopaganism and mind controlled by the occult. We want to thank you, Father. We bind all pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing and audio weapons, targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components. Everything coming off the satellites, 
cell towers and through our devices in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Russian, Celtic, Japanese, Canadian, Global Cabals, all Islander, Riki, Shike, Bebebe, Malaysian, Aro, Indonesian, Ararayoka, Kurisile, Diosu, Rikisa, Tarabrisha, Yarikisa, Arabian, Arugushikan, that recited a brakete, Italian, Regese, Rugoleria, Rulararia, Sunday, Brisha, Tarabre, Grecian, Arugosa, Rigeshinda, Rikisa, Tarabreke, Lerio, Sularia, Dario Sulala. Korean, Regisa Besho, Rokohora, German, Regisa de Rediosa, Rediasa, Rela Rediosunde, Rebreke de Rediasia, Shataraba, Swedish, Rula Radiosunde, Rebraca, Cushe de Regisi, Rila Radiosula Radiasa, Rikisa, Tarabriki, Saladia, North American, South American, Rokohora, Catarabrese, and all other cabals and groups in Jesus' name. Ababa, Rokohora, Kisa, Tarabri. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We send all, we bind all free flying devils and we bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog in every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agency, and we bind all demons sent forth to harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, sabotage, intimidate, Stop, expose, curse, stifle, pervert, curse, distract, block, besmirch, monitor, track, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, 
root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites. Against this website, in Jesus' name, binding all wizardry, black magic, and jujus, and all tribal witchcraft, returning it from whence it came, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and Great Reset. Make believe in fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death, spirit, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You're bound. We bind the king of pride, all of his agents, and the spirits that work Against the children of men, in Jesus' name, we chain them with eternal chains unto darkness. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices, in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, Combative jealousy, the fleshly, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Kali, uh, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in the name of Jesus. And we chain them all with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. In Jesus' name, we break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, and pledge and bow, and that of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, uh-huh. we bind every spirit that was familiar to the delay of the sins. We bind the insanity and pride and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind the work of errors in our life. We bind being misled. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, 
and to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and to plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy into what Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand will save us. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred us to be bound and leave us now. In the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Any ungodly thoughts, thoughts that are not holy, we circumcise these thoughts with the sword of the Spirit from us in Jesus' name. We bind them and send them into the cage in Jesus' name and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our transportation and whatever vehicle that requires and service that that requires. Father, when we take our vehicles in to be serviced, we ask, Father, that your angels be in attendance to see to it that your will is done in the name of Jesus, that the ministering spirits of God watch over our vehicles, Lord. Father, folks don't do their job properly. Folks have their minds someplace else. They're not interested in their work. They're apathetic. Some are lazy. Some just don't care. Some are very diligent and others are not. So, Father, when our vehicles go in to be serviced, we ask, Father, to attentively watch over the process to see to it that things are done right so that we don't have tires coming off as we're going down the interstate, Father. We thank you and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for pointing out those things that need to be corrected so that they can be dealt with properly according to your will in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. We thank you, Father, for proper preventative maintenance in the name of Jesus. You know, Father, there are people out there that will overcharge for the simplest thing. We cut off the hands of the thief in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut off the hands of the thief in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you, Father, for covering our vehicles and the road we travel with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every object, animal, spirit, or entity that might interfere with a proper passage from one destination to the next in the name of Jesus. We cover all of our property, our families, ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We soak our nighttime, our sleep time, our rest time in the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over sex dreams, 
bad dreams, nightmares, water dreams, that are sex dreams, that are sin, that are witchcraft, that are attacked in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind anyone or anything trying to get in our dreams. We forbid them to feed us in our dreams in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your fiery wall of protection around us with your glory in the midst in the name of Jesus. And, Brother Bill, if you'd be so kind as to post the dream protocol at your earliest convenience, I thank you. We pull out any sharp pains in the name of Jesus Christ. We're pulling out voodoo pins in Jesus' name, fiery darts, pins, needles, spears in the name of Jesus. We send it back wherever it came from in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you burn and destroy all voodoo dolls, Father, that have been made, particularly about people in this ministry, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut and burn ungodly silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We break the powers of all vexes, hexes, curses, spells, charms, magic, voodoo, sickness, pain, torment, destruction, sorcery, incense and candle burnings, incantations, voodoo, crystals, root work, potions, psychic thoughts and psychic prayers, all forms of witchcraft, love spells, tribal rituals and sins. Everything sent from the demonic realm, and we return it in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We bind the spirits of wizardry, envy, jealousy, sorcery. We give you praise for watching out over our food in the name of Jesus Christ. We disconnect ourselves from every spirit or entity that's been connected to us that is not of Jesus Christ. We disconnect ourselves and loose ourselves from those spirits and those ties in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Lord, all of those who haven't repented yet, we ask that you uh, convict them of every evil work and evil deed that they're guilty of and convict their hearts unto repentance. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord forevermore. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 22, and our verse for meditation comes from Job, Job chapter 13, verse 15, Job chapter 13, verse 15. E-book is transference of spirit.
have not read that book need to saturate yourself with it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So tonight, we're going to talk about set up for victory. Set for victory. Set for victory. Amen. Set for victory. Amen. Our featured psalm is Psalm 22, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Job, Job chapter 13, verse 15. Praise the Lord. And our uh, guest call-in number remains, area code 319-527-62351. Saints, the victory of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary set us up for victory. The victory of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary set us for victory. Amen? It set us for victory. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and make it manifest ever of his knowledge by us all right by us in every place now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. Amen. Colossians chapter 2, verse 14. Colossians chapter 2, verse 14. Colossians chapter 2, verse 14. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. So you see, the victory that Jesus obtained was not done in a closet. Amen? It wasn't done in a closet. It was out in the open. So every spirit could see and know that Satan has been completely defeated. Now, since you're a saint of God, not only should you know this, but you should live your life in this truth. You should live your everyday existence in this truth. That Jesus Christ set you up 
for victory, not for defeat, for victory. However, there are things that you must do. I know you came to listen to me preach this sermon, but there are other things you must do. do. And no, no angel from heaven is going to come to your house, ring the doorbell, and do everything for you. No. Jesus did his part. You will need to do your part too. Amen. That's the way it works. So as we go out to battle against the enemy, we must actually function in our helmet of salvation. We can't say that we're wearing the helmet of salvation and then act as though we don't have one. Now think about that. You've been putting on the armor of God for a long time now. But then, after you put it on, you have to act like you're wearing it. It can't just be a cliche. It can't be a catchphrase. It has to be truth with reality and power in your life. If you're going to wear the helmet of salvation, you have to act like you're actually wearing it. Well, what does that mean? Well, we're about to investigate that. Amen. We must set our own thoughts in agreement with the word of God so that we can experience Jesus' triumph. We must set our own thoughts in agreement with the word of God so that we can experience Jesus' triumph. You know, in Amos 3.3, I've taught you that two cannot walk together unless they be agreed. In order to experience the triumph that Jesus has given us, we have to align our own thoughts and our own hearts with him and the word of God. He is the living word. Amen? for victory instead of defeat. Our thoughts must be set for victory instead of defeat. So first, we'll have to move out the thoughts of defeat. And this is a very personal thing for each saint. You know the junky thought the stinking thinking that you have in your mind and in your heart. It has to be cleaned out. You know, it's like one of those old closets that you can't get the door closed on, so that's why you don't open the door. No, it's time to get that junky closet cleaned out because it's defeating you. It's keeping you in a cycle of defeat. So you can't afford to walk by and continually ignore it. Amen? In order to be set up for victory, the defeat has to go first. 
It has to be ushered out, and no one can do that but you. Let's visit Isaiah, shall we? Isaiah chapter 55, beginning with verse 7. Isaiah chapter 55, beginning with verse 7. Isaiah chapter 55, beginning with verse 7. Let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts. So that means you're going to have to stop doing it your way, and you're going to have to begin to do things God's way. You're going to have to forget about your own unrighteous thoughts. And you're going to have to begin to align your thoughts, cause your thoughts to come into agreement with God. That's what's required. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Yes, we've been missing God by more than a country mile for a long time because most of us are determined to do the things the way we think. Well, that's not going to work with God. It's just not going to work. It's not. He tells you quite frankly it's not going to work. So no point in continuing in a road of defeat. It's going to take you to a dead end called defeat instead of you being on the highway of victory with Jesus. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So there, you may choose. I would recommend that you ditch your way and you take God's way up. I would suggest that you forsake your thoughts and take on God's thoughts. That's the way to do it. That's the way to experience victory. Your thought is, well, I got a little bit of money on this check. I'm going to do this, 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 this. God's way is across the top, right off the top, off the gross, pay me my tithe. Honor me with the tithe, off the gross. That's the God idea. And I'll make the rest of it go farther than it would have gone if you'd had the entire amount. That's God's way of thinking. At some point, you're going to have to choose to believe it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Let's visit Psalm 10, verse 4. Psalm 10, verse 4. 10, verse 4. The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. God is not 
in all his thoughts. You see, if God is not in your thoughts, the Bible is saying that you're wicked and prideful. How about that? So our thoughts are supposed to be filled with God and the things of God. If not, we're moving in wickedness and pride. Amen. Psalm 92, verse 5. Psalm 92, verse 5. Psalm 92, verse 5. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. Hmm. So that means God doesn't hang out in shallow ground. Amen? Great are his works, and his thoughts are very deep and very penetrating, too. Amen? Amen. Let's turn the page and go to Psalm 94, verse 11. Psalm 94, verse 11. Psalm 94, verse 11. The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. God is very direct here. He says just what's on his mind. He says he knows about our thoughts, that they're vain. There isn't anything fruitful in them, and he knows it already. That's an excellent reason for exchanging the way you think for the way God thinks. Amen? I would agree. Psalm 139, Psalm 139, verse 17, Psalm 139, verse, Psalm 139, verse 17. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the some of them. Hmm. So God's thoughts concerning us are precious to those of us who treasure them. And there are a lot of them. Hmm. I know some of you had this idea in the back of your mind that there's so many people on the earth that God has a hard time getting to your prayer request because he has this backlog. God is never behind. He's always ahead. That presumption was an error. God is never behind. He's always ahead. Amen? Amen. He's never behind, ever. He's always there on time. It's us that are dragging behind. It's not him. Mm-hmm. That's right. Let's go on to verse 23. Psalm 139, verse 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me, try me, and know my thoughts. 
We said, what? That's right. We're asking God to get involved in our thought life. Amen. Asking God to, to have an active part in our thought life. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. That's what we ask God to do. You can make this your prayer. Amen? You can make this your prayer. Well, let's go back to the book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 2. Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 2. Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 2. I have spread out my hands, says God, all the day unto a rebellious people, which walketh in a way that was not good. Well, what way is that? After their own thoughts. You see? That's how God sees it. I know you think differently, but that's how God sees it. And God's never wrong. So it would behoove us to change the way we look at it and the way we think. Amen? God says for his people. He's talking about his own people. He isn't talking about some strange folk. He says he spread out his hands all the day long to a rebellious people. Well, take a look around. This is where we live on earth, in the midst of a rebellious people, which walketh in a way that was not good. That would make it bad, right? Right. After their own thoughts. So you see God is simply saying that if you're walking after your own thoughts, you're walking in a way that's not good, and you're acting in a spirit of rebellion. Amen? Can we agree? We ought to. Matthew. Chapter 9, verse 4, Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 4, Matthew, chapter 9, verse 4, and Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? Why are you thinking evil thoughts in your heart? In other words, he's challenging them. He's saying you're thinking evil thoughts in your heart, but you don't have to do that. So that means we have a will. And we can choose by an act of our will if we will think evil thoughts in our hearts or if we will put those thoughts out and forbid them to return. Mm. Yes, we have responsibility in this. 
So he asked them, why are they doing that? If they had no other choice but to think evil thoughts, he wouldn't have asked that. He brought it to their attention that this is what's going on inside of them. They had evil thoughts in their heart, and he's asking them why. He's asking us too. Why do we have evil thoughts in our heart? Amen. We should answer him. Matthew chapter 15, verse 19. 15, verse 19. Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15, verse 19. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts. See, this is we've talked about this before that this is what is in the hearts of people, evil thoughts, evil thoughts that lead to murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies, and even more. You know the order is important. It begins with evil thoughts. Well, those evil thoughts develop into evil thoughts of murders. These things are acted on. They're called sin. And this is sin in the heart. In the heart and in the thoughts. In the heart and in the mind. Amen? And it's at this crucial place in the heart where there are evil thoughts that we have the right to choose if we'll go with the evil thought or if we will reject it. God expects us to know what to do and then to do it. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrews, New Testament. Chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is quick. That means it's alive. The words in this book, this Bible, these holy scriptures, they're alive. And powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing. I know some of you don't like that part, but this is the way God designed it. Piercing, even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God can discern your thoughts and the intent of your heart. And if you keep asking the Lord to purify your heart, these things, these wicked things, these evil thoughts are going to keep surfacing. Why? So you can do something about it. That's why. 
These wicked thoughts are not put there to stay. The devil put them there. Somebody did, and maybe you did. But something needs to be done about it. Amen? Because these thoughts aren't Jesus Christ. They're the work of the wicked one. Praise the Lord. 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. You should know this one by heart. Casting down imagination. Ah, is that one of the things that comes up? Mm-hmm. Imagination. Jesus says we're to cast down these imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, against the Holy Scriptures against what we know to be the truth about Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit. Everything that says, I'm greater, I'm right, and you're wrong. That includes going through the store and somebody using the Lord's name in vain. And bringing into captivity, captivity? You know what it is for somebody to be held captive. There's a jail in your city someplace, and those people are held captive. And bringing into captivity every thought, not every other thought, every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's right. That's what we are to do do without F-A-I-L. We are to do this. We uh, teach, Pastor Pat taught, we teach. The teaching hasn't changed. Bind every thought in Jesus' name. Bind every thought in Jesus' name. It didn't say after you analyze the thought and see if you think it's okay, then you'll determine if you want to bind it. No, that's you trying to do it your way one more time. The instructions are, have always been, and will continue to be bind every thought in Jesus' name. And yes, you will have to work at it. And yes, you will have to practice. And yes, you will have to keep at it. And yes, you will have to be diligent. And that's the way it works. Amen? That is the way it works. Satan wants every saint to have a passive, we've talked about this word. We've done a deli- more than one deliverance on passivity. But we found out some because we get you delivered doesn't mean you choose to remain delivered. Mm-hmm. Satan wants every saint to have a passive or a distracted mind. What is that, Pastor? It is a mind which does not detect nor resist the devil. It is a mind which does not detect nor resist the devil. That's right. 
A passive mind does not detect of the enemy. And if detected, absolutely nothing is done to resist him. That's right. Is that you? Well, it must be somebody or I wouldn't be preaching this sermon tonight. Amen? A passive mind reminds you of a limp noodle. It's just limp. It can't hold any sauce or anything. There's not much left to it anyway. A passive mind comes under attack, but it exerts no effort whatsoever to counter the attack. It exerts no effort whatsoever to counter the attack. It is completely yielded to anything that the enemy presents. It offers no opposition. It performs no resistance. During our fasting, one of the activities is to bind and loose. Binding your own distractions, your own procrastination, your own flesh, your own carnal mind your own thoughts, loosing the word of God over your life. It is required that you do this activity in your heart or else you're just chattering. This has to be, you have to be involved. You can't just off the top of your, no, 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 no. This activity must be performed in faith, with faith active in your heart, or else you're just chattering. You're reciting by rote, a mechanical repetition of what you ought to be learning. See, learning is supposed to be taking place while you're binding and loosening. The Holy Spirit, you're supposed to be in faith because the Holy Spirit is trying to move in your life. But if you're just going to ritualistically chatter on and on, he's not going to do a thing. Amen. A passive or distracted mind allows Satan to fill your mind with worry, with doubt, fear, with unbelief, with defeat, with failure, with temptation, and every type of negative thought. Amen? That's right. A passive or distractive mind 
allows Satan, gives him an open door to fill your mind with worry, with doubt, with fear, unbelief, defeat, failure, temptation, and every type of negative thought. When you are worried, discouraged, or depressed, Satan wants you to think that you can't help yourself. Mm -hmm. And some of you roll right into it. Pity party central. Some of you roll right with it, like zoom, here I am, I'm having a pity party. I'm whining, I'm murmuring, I'm complaining, all the things that I know are wrong. And I'm going to just wallow in it for a while. That's called sin. You see? He wants you to think that there is nothing that you can do to control your thoughts. Well, this is far from the truth. In fact, it's an outright lie. There is something that you can do, but you must perform it. There is something that you can do, but you must perform it. It won't just happen because I preach this message. You are not a helpless victim who has no choice or say in the matter. Satan has not been granted control over your mind. If he has control over your mind, it's because you gave it to him. You did that. Yes, you had you had part in it. You were involved. Mhm. That is the truth. Some people aren't going to be comfortable with that truth, but truth isn't always comfortable. Second Corinthians Chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, correction. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the Spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm-hmm. It this scripture does not read as follows. It does not say, God has told Satan to give us an abundance of fear. God has given us no power to defeat Satan, and God has given Satan authority to impose on us a confused and defeated mind. So since we know this, why do we act as though this is so? 
Just like Jesus asked in the scripture we just went over, why do you have these evil thoughts in your heart? Why? Why are you scared when we talk about the end time? You know they're coming. This was in the Bible before you were born. This is not new to you. So what are you so scared about? Mm-hmm. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This scripture does say this. Number one, God has not given us the spirit of fear. He didn't do that. He was busy, and he just didn't give us that. Isn't that wonderful? He did not give us the spirit of fear. In fact, in Romans, oh, I'll be darned. That's okay. Hold on. In fact, there we are, Lord. In Romans, we're going to Romans, chapter 12, and verse 3. Romans, chapter 12, verse 3. This is what God did. Romans, chapter 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, seriously, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. So God has dealt to every man a measure of faith. You've got some, but you've got to use it. You can't tell him you don't have any faith. That's just not so. Please don't lie on God. The Bible says that we're not supposed to give false our neighbor. Well, we're not supposed to give false witness against Jesus Christ either. Amen? This scripture does say this. God instead has given us a Spirit of power. Really? Yes, he did. He gave us the spirit of power. Let's go to Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Stop right there. What? That's right. God said he's given you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So the enemy's coming against your mind with fear and with doubt and with unbelief. 
you've already been given the power to do something about it. Not only do you have the power, but you have the authority from God himself to use that power against the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Why? Because God has commanded you to use the authority that he's given you as a child of God and his own power against the enemy. All right? Amen. Now, what else did that scripture say? It says that God has given us his love. You're not left with that human stuff. That fleshly stuff. No, not the TV variety. Not the movie variety. God has given us his own holy love. Let's go to Romans chapter 5, verse 5. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. You know, husbands are commanded to love their wives. Husbands are commanded by almighty God, to love their wives. Isn't that interesting? God had to command them to love their wives. Hmm. Well, how are you supposed to do that? Well, here it is right here. In Romans chapter 5, verse 5. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. And hope maketh not ashamed. Why? Because the love of God The God kind of love is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So now you are without excuse. Hmm. That is the truth. You are now without excuse. Called you to do something. He's equipped you to do it and he expects you to get the job done. Amen. Also, God has given to us a sound mind. You know, the scriptures declare that we're supposed to be single-minded for Christ, not double-minded, not schizophrenic, single-minded, a disciplined mind. A healthy mind, a productive mind, natural mind, not a carnal mind. Well, how 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 is that supposed to happen? Well, I'm glad you asked. Philippians chapter four. Philippians chapter four, beginning with verse six. Philippians chapter four. Beginning with verse 6. Ha! The answer is in the Bible. Can you believe it? Be careful or anxious for nothing. Okay, that eliminates the stress right there. It's supposed to be out of the, it's gone and not to return. Be careful for N-O-T-H-I-N-G, nothing. We're supposed to be lining up our thoughts in agreement with the word of God and shutting the door on everything else. Be careful 
for nothing. So that eliminates your entire list, learned about. That's it. The whole list is gone. Now, if you're sitting there trying to hold on to it, you are in sin. Amen. See, when you become a child of God by receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, your life is taken care of before the foundation of the world. So you now have no excuse for being stressful all the time for worrying all the time, for being fearful all the time, for being anxious, because you're operating outside of kingdom principles. That's right. You're out of your lane and you're outside your boundaries. Mm-hmm. That is right. That is the truth. Be careful for nothing. So the dog took off rolling down the street faster than you can run. Well, guess what? You have the blood of Jesus. You have the name of Jesus. You've got all kind of firepower. Go to work. God has angels. What's the problem? I remember years ago, I opened the garage door. And the dog took off down the street, down the street, around the corner, and down the block. I had no way I could catch that dog trying to run. So I began to pray and ask the Lord to stop the dog, shut her down. Then I jumped in the car, and I went around the corner looking for the dog. Well, I found the dog right around the corner with one paw stuck in part of her collar. So she couldn't make it too far on three legs, so she stopped running. How about that? God hears and answers our prayers. You're without excuse with that worry, stress, and I'm so nervous. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. Why are we still giving place to Satan in our thoughts? The Lord Jesus challenged us a few scriptures ago wanting to know why we had evil thoughts in our hearts anyway. We belong to the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So it's your turn to answer the Lord. I cannot answer for you. I can only answer for myself. You must answer the Lord. We do not have to accept the thoughts which Satan tries to place in our mind. Most of us know how to reject things. We've been rejecting things since we were babies. Our mommies or daddies or brothers or grandmas or whoever was feeding us tried to give us something that we didn't like and we immediately rejected it. We did not have to be taught how to reject something we didn't want. So you already know how to reject things. So you can't tell God that you don't know how to reject thoughts. We just covered that. You do know. Now you have to do it. Amen? Amen. 
only has the power to attack our minds when we do not resist him. When we do not resist him. When we fail to resist. There you have it. Satan only has the power to attack our minds when we do not resist him. Well, what if I'm asleep? Wake up. You can resist Satan when you're half asleep. Yes, you can. I've done it. I've resisted Satan in the middle of a dream. You can do it. Yes, you can. It comes right out of your spirit, man. The devil was sending a demon to me, and I was I was in I was sound asleep in a dream, and out of my spirit I bound him in the name of Jesus, and that spirit never made it to me. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Stop arguing with me. I've already done it. Yes, you can. Can't say you didn't wake up that time. As soon as you're a little bit awake, resist the devil. We have an entire dream protocol that the Holy Spirit gave me. But you actually have to use it the way it is written. You can't come up with your own version. It begins by telling you to ask Jesus Christ if he sent you the dream. And some of you have decided that it's your place in life to decide for yourself first, and then you'll go on to number two. No, you won't. It says, ask Jesus if he sent the dream. That's number one, and in order to do the protocol, you have to start with number one and do number one first. Your opinion of the dream does not determine whether or not Jesus Christ gave it to you. Very good. Very good, class. Very good. And then you proceed to do the rest of it. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with specific requests, in other words, get to the point, please, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So when you come to the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room, you're to be letting your requests be made known unto God. So that means you can't tell the saints, Uh, I need you all to pray for my left foot. No, let your request be made known unto God. You're supposed to be talking to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You actually have to follow God's instructions. You cannot do it the way you want to do it. You have to do it the way it is written. Finally, brethren, 
whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. You're given a mandate on what to think. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the peace of God shall be with you. There it is. No more worry, no more care, no more stress, no more fear. How about it? Then when, when we allow him to have access into our minds, through our thoughts and imagination. From there, he will harass us in our dreams. In this ministry, we have a written dream protocol. Many times. By now, It should be a physical part of your Bible where we ask you to put it. Amen. It was given to me by the Holy Spirit himself. So I encourage you to print it out and attach it to the inside of your Bible so that you can do it. Do it exactly as it is written, not your version of it. When the Holy Spirit gives instructions, you follow it to the letter. Amen? If you are worried, fearful, or depressed, it is because chose to be. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're choosing to be something God didn't give you permission to be. That's right. Amen. Unless a person is suffering from depression caused by physical problems, he or she is depressed because they choose to be depressed. Hmm. If your mind is filled with sinful sexual desires or other carnal desires of the flesh, it is because you choose for them to be there. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you have the ability to take authority over your own thought life. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you have the ability to take authority over your own thought life. You have been given the ability to bring all of your thoughts into captivity. You have been given the ability to bring all of your thoughts, each single one, into captivity. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 
beginning with verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not grenades. They're not machine guns. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not earthly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Really? Yes, the strongholds in you. How about that? How? Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled and not before then. Praise the Lord. If you have these kinds of thoughts in your mind, it is because you have not exercised your own will to resist Satan. You can tell the devil to get out. God threw him out of heaven. You can kick him out of your heart and your thoughts. Amen. You can. You have to decide to do it, and you've got to get it done. God will not do for you what he has already made provision for you to do for yourself. God will not do for you what he has already made provision for you to do for yourself. You have been given the power to bind those thoughts and reject them from your mind. So do it. Do it. No excuses. Not one excuse. Just get up and do it. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. It's our inheritance. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. This is our inheritance in the Lord. Well, what do you think of that? Jesus Christ has already defeated the enemies of your mind and has given you his power over them. 
But you've got to do your part, you know, in agreement with the Lord. You've got to do what the scriptures say to do. Jesus Christ has already defeated the enemies of your mind and has given you his power over them and their attacks against you. You know, somebody's telling you, you need to bind the devils in your mind. And you keep telling them, I think my wife's having an affair on me. And they keep telling you, no, I don't think so. I think you need to bind those demons that are attacking your mind. And you keep saying, no, I think my wife's having an affair on me. And they keep telling you, no, you're wrong. You need to bind the demons in your mind. Well, now, by that time, whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. Amen. I'll say this again. Jesus Christ has already defeated the enemies of your mind and has given you his power over them and their attacks against you. This power from Jesus Christ is not activated until you resist Satan. Not until you resist his thoughts. Not until you resist his lies and suspicions. Not until you resist his attacks on your mind and your body. It's activated when you resist. Mm -hmm. James chapter 4 verse 7. James. Chapter 4, verse 7. New Testament, Hebrews, then James. If you get to 1 Peter, you went too far. James, chapter 4, verse 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. See, you do the resisting. You submit your own self to God. You resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The Holy Spirit's trying to show you something about your life and about your future. And then here comes the enemy with some contrary thought to counter what the Lord is showing you. So what do you do? You submit yourself to God. You do it. Pastor doesn't do it for you. The angels don't do it for you. You do it for yourself. You resist the devil. You do it. And then the devil will flee from you. That's how it works. Resisting means that you must be set to withstand Satan, all of his attacks. You see, if one thing doesn't work, he'll come back with something else. 
And if that doesn't work, he'll come back with something else. And if that doesn't work, he'll come back with something else. Amen? And you just keep resisting, keep binding, keep fighting till you win. You just keep resisting and binding and fighting till you win. You just keep resisting and binding and fighting till you win. You got it? You don't quit till you win. You got it? You don't quit till you win. Amen? You must find power and strength in the spirit of God and push back against Satan and his evil angel agents which attack you. You must find power and strength in the spirit of God and push back against Satan and his evil agents which attack you. You must needs be actively and aggressively opposing Satan by rejecting his thoughts from your mind and then bind your emotions which were stirred by these wicked thoughts. You must needs be actively and aggressively opposed Satan by rejecting his thoughts from your mind and then bind your emotions which were stirred by these wicked thoughts. As I mentioned earlier, this is not positive thinking. It is not just saying words in rote. This cannot be accomplished in the weakness of your own natural mind and will. We do not use the fleshly mind and emotions to fight supernatural powers. Satan already knows about you and your unwillingness to resist. The power of the flesh or self is not the power of God. Satan is not afraid of you. He is afraid of the God who lives in you. As you actively resist him in the power of the Holy Spirit. 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 8. 1 Peter 5, beginning with verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Some of you need to look that word up in the dictionary. Because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Well, that means you have the opportunity to be far less devourable. That's right. Whom resist, 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 steadfast in the faith. You see, you can't be in the flesh. You have to actually be in faith whom resist 
steadfast. That means you're not giving up any ground. You're going to be faithful about it in the faith, knowing, not guessing, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. You are not the only one going through this. You do not have a corner on the market. Other Christians in the world are going through very similar, if not exactly, the same situation. So that scratches off one of your old reasons for having a pity party and quitting. You are now without excuse. Amen? You are now without excuse. Praise the Lord. I'm glad we've arrived at the place where you've discovered that you don't have any more swine and murmuring and complaining. We talked about that Sunday. Amen? You have no reasons to do so. There is no excuse you can hand to the Lord and say, well, this is my reason for whining. No, you don't have one. Amen? So be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking. He's looking, you see, seeking whom he may devour. So don't stick out your sign saying, see, I'm, I'm having a pity party. I'm devourable. Don't do that. Whom resists? steadfast in the faith. I'm in fear. See, I'm devourable. Don't do that. I'm in impatience. See, I'm devourable. Don't do that. I'm in unbelief. I'm over here in the corner in unbelief. Don't do that. The only one going through whatever you're going through. There's nothing new on this planet. Amen? Praise the Lord. So are you ready for battle, saints? Are you set for victory? Well, you'll have to decide that. You'll have to decide that. Mm-hmm. That's right. God has spoken. So you ought to know where you are now. Amen? You ought to know. Where you are now. There we go. That looks better. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to go to our guest call in, and I'm going to area code 209. Amen. Hi, it's Sherry. Hi. Hi, Sherry. How are you? Hi. Um, I've been warning today for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't been able to connect in for a while. It's just based on my um, my new work schedule. But I'm not okay. working today, so I'm fortunate. Thank you. Thank you for the Christmas card, love. Yeah. What did you need I'm us under to pray attack with again. Mm-hmm. I just want to pray. I just want to, yeah, I just want to pray against these um, attacks. Okay. 
Well, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come with our sister Sherry before you. In the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over these continual attacks in Jesus' name, and we return them wherever they came from. According to the covenant in Jesus' name, we send the attacks back. We bind the devils, and then we send them right back where they came from with their canceled assignment in Jesus' holy name. We bind all the reinforcing devils in the name of Jesus. We send them back with an unaccomplished assignment in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid these devils to continually attack our sister in Jesus' name. We raise the shield of faith and thereby quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We command those spirits that got in to be bound in Jesus' name and to come up and out of her. Come up and out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Every one of you come out. You were sent during her dream. You were sent when she was asleep. And then you continued your attack once she was awake. We come against you in the name of Jesus. We bind you and chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cage. Father, we thank you for the angels that you've released to attack these enemies in the name of Jesus. And we command all of you at once to come out of Sherry. Come out, all of you, right now. Deep breath and call. Come on out. Make yourself microscopic and come out. Father, we ask you to open up that passage so they leave. Come out of the belly, come out of the mind, come out of the spine in Jesus' name. Every one of you, come out right now in the name of Jesus. There's no place for you to stay. Father, we call for your fire to to consume these spirits in Jesus' name. We bind the powers that have been sending attacks against our sister in the name of Jesus. Yarraka under Rokorikisa de Eshekisha. Take another deep breath and cough and then release your prayer language. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Father, we just want to thank you for taking this deliverance to completion in Jesus' name. And helping our sister with this warfare in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. Talk thank to you. you later. We love you. Okay. I love you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Amen. Bye-bye. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oops, 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 oops. Okay. Amen. All righty. Okay. Area code 443. Wait a second. Area code 443, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Area code 443. I'm here. Yes. All right. Hi. Um, good evening. Thank you for taking 
my call. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm calling tonight for um, for prayer. Um, I have a multiple prayer request. Um, um, I wanted to first thank thank you for the link that um, that you sent me on a past mm-hmm. broadcast. Um, it helped shine um, some light on some really important things um, that the Lord has been trying to um, share with me. So I wanted to first thank you for that. And the Lord has been working on me regarding specific sins in my life, uh, namely rebellion and disobedience. And so I'm requesting prayer regarding these works and um, my walk with him. Secondly, um, I'm requesting prayer about my the new neighborhood that I moved in and um, and just, you know, just covering and protection there. I'm noticing I'm, there's a lot of, um, well, not a lot. It's like two specific cats that um, keep coming to the house. So I've been warring um, about that and just prayer about that. Uh, another request is um, I've discovered in my dreams that um, some old coworkers from my previous job, I left that job uh, about a a year and a half ago almost and there were um a couple witches on that job that i had a lot of trouble with when i was there and um i'm you know i'm thinking you know i'm gone it's been a year and a half but they're they're still coming into my dream and that's um something i'm having some trouble with is getting um like dream people coming into my dreams that I don't want to be there. Um, and I'm having trouble with, um, you know, just invasion. Um, you know, so I'm requesting prayer about that. Um, the, uh, particular woman, the main witch at my previous job, the Lord revealed that she, um, she sent, um, a poltergeist spirit to me and I've been um, going through a lot of uh, tormenting at night, um, and that it occurred last year, uh, about November. And this particular spirit um, steals, you know, the peace that I used to have in in my sleep, and um, and that's been a fight. Um, the Lord recently, you know, gave me some relief, um, cause I've been fasting and, and praying. And so he, you know, he gave me some relief. I've been receiving a lot of, um, um, just enlightenment, um, you know, just through the word and listening to the broadcast and things like that. Um, like I've been learning a lot and, and the Holy Spirit's been teaching me a lot of, you know, how to fight it. And so just, you know, recently, ever since like last November, I'm finally getting some relief. So I'm just requesting prayer about that, um, you know, so that I can finally get the full breakthrough. So I can um, get that, get my sleep back in order. Um, and I also wanted to know, like, how is this, 
particular woman, this witch, how, how is she still getting in? Like, what is that access door? Like, how, how does she still have a connection, you know, to me, to be able it's to invade? Sin. It's called sin. Yeah, sin. I'm, I'm listening. It's her open door. Your sin. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I yeah, I know that. I mean, that's what that's what the Lord has been sharing with me. My um, the sins um, that that I've been in agreement with those demons. I've been in agreement with, and um, mm-hmm. and you you actually told me uh, it may have been even maybe like even up to a couple years ago, you personally said that there were um, demons that, you know, I've had in my life for a long time and they don't want to like loose me or let me go. And I didn't understand at the time, like, you know, I didn't know specifically, but the Lord has been showing me what they are. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm working, you know, with the Lord to, you know, to, to be free, free of them and to come out of the agreement I've had with them. Cause they, you're right. They've been with me ever since a lot of them since childhood. So it's, it's a fight, you know, and it's not easy, but you know, I, I am, um, I'm trying. Um, also I wanted prayer, you know, my son, he'll be 12 years old in a few months and um he has his very first crush um which you know sweet and everything um but you know i understand i see things spiritually now um so it's not as simple as oh that's so sweet oh you have a crush um um this particular little girl she's like she she's also she's constantly in his dreams so i've i've bound um you know, psychic prayers, thoughts, powers, warfare, mind control over him with the little girl. But then at the same time, I'm wondering, like, am I being paranoid? You know, is it just as simple as a boy having a crush? And so the no, crush. No, 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 no. Demons at work with flesh. Everybody listen up. A lot, over 80%, let me put it that way, of all this emotional crush, attraction, and all of this, it's demons at work, familiar spirits, pulling together with spirits that are in you so they can have more power and more influence in your life. Most of that, oh, I fell in love, is a bunch of demons. That's right. So how does how does that translate with my my son? What you just said. Okay, who's doing the warfare? You or him? I am. That's one of the problems. It's his crush. He's got to stand to the plate. You can't stand to the plate and bat for him. 
he's got to do with it. Okay. See, he has a Christian life. He's got a Christian. He's a Christian on his own. He's got to do his own warfare. He's got to learn about these things on his own. He's got to come up and listen to the broadcast. He's got to write down scriptures. He's got to participate. You cannot live his Christian life for him. He's got to learn how to live it before the Lord. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, I um, also... um, the Lord revealed um, plans of my son's father um, to entice my son to agree to live with him. Um, so I want, you know, request in prayer about that. Um, he doesn't have, he doesn't have any um, or express any interest in my son. We, we have moved, my son and I, we moved away um, from where we used to live. So, we're about maybe over 10 hours of a drive away from his father and his father, you know, was, um, you know, claiming to be upset about that, but he literally cut my son off. Um, he doesn't call him, um, you know, he just like, he doesn't want anything to do with him, but the Lord still revealed he's doing something though. In the background, he actually revealed that, um, he's, in the um he's actually building a home the lord revealed that he's building a home and he's going to get the courts involved and um he's he's going to want to fight to have um some sort of you know custody and when he has my son with him you know if the courts were to agree um he's going to try to entice him to um, tell the courts that, you know, he wants to live with him. And after the Lord revealed that to me, my son actually had a dream that his father had this big, beautiful house. And I'm like, oh, wow. (laughs) It's like, I didn't even share what the Lord shared with me. I didn't even tell my son that. And literally days after the Lord showed me that, my son said, oh, mommy had this dream and daddy had this new house. It was so nice, and I was like, "Whoa, you know, God showed me that." So I'm, you know, requesting prayer about that. Um, my mother, um, my mother is in my dreams constantly, like almost every single night. My mother is in my dreams. If it's not her, it's family members, dead and alive. And so again, the in, invasion of my dreams. I I need to I need to know how to stop it um, from happening. I I don't know how to stop people. These people, spirits, demonic um, invasion um, from happening with my dreams. Um, I had this dream that I literally was being chased by some weird little furry animal. And I ran from it at first, and then I literally was doing things in the dream, like I could climb up the walls, like I was running up the walls, running across the ceiling, and at first they couldn't do what I did. And then all of a sudden, it was able to run up the wall and across the ceiling like me, and then it caught me. 
and it was on, it was attached to my back. And then I fought it and then I like pushed against it and smashed it against the wall. And then I wound up getting a hold of it with my hands. And then I started like wailing away at it, like fighting it and punching it. And I literally said in the dream, you are an abomination. And then I just punched it and punched it. And then it is like, I killed it. Um, And then I had a, at last. Oh. At last? At last. You finally, for hand, at last. Hmm. Okay. At first you were running away. And somewhere along the line you decided to stop running and to do something about the problem. And you finally overcame it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, our sister comes before you repenting of all of her past, all of her generational, and all of her present rebellion and disobedience. Yes, Lord, there's been a lot of it. And we ask you, Father, to have mercy upon her, to continue to teach her, to show her, instruct her, to direct her, and to show her how to overcome in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up before you the neighborhood that you live in, Father. We take authority, dominion, and power over the familiars that are... We decapitate the familiars with the sword of the Spirit in Jesus' name. We forbid them to trespass in the name of Jesus Christ. They will be met with the sword of the Spirit and with the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for that. As far as the poltergeist, in the name of Jesus. Father, it was her poltergeist, and it's still her poltergeist. It needs to return to the owner in Jesus' name. We send it back now in the name of Jesus Christ. No further reinforcements in Jesus' name. We send it back according to the covenant in Jesus' holy name. We thank you. Father, we ask you to teach Jaden how to do spiritual warfare. We ask, Father, for you to begin to bring him up on the broadcast that he should have been listening to all along so that he can learn how to bind marine spirits and water spirits and other people and witchcraft spirits and other people that pretend to be attracted to him. We bind this attraction to this so-called girl, which is actually an attraction to her demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid those demons to walk in agreement in the name of Jesus Christ. We destroy their collusion in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, you know the wickedness in the heart of that mason in the name of Jesus. His manipulating, 
power hungry, prideful, unrighteous, demonic life in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, to crush his plan and to turn them against him in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit, we cut our sister and her son free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, snare, and shackle of the enemy, all bondage to family members. We break every chain. In the name of Jesus Christ, we cut every We break away every fetter. We destroy every yoke with your anointing power, Lord. We cut her free from the entire family line on both sides in Jesus' name. And we forbid any further intrusions in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for pulling them out of her. Set her free. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Now, Pastor you need to learn how not to reattach yourself where we've disconnected you. Okay. Amen. All right. God yes. bless you. We love you. Um, can Amen. I say one more thing? Uh, I don't think we've Pastor got time. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Write me. Good night. Love you too. Bye-bye. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, saints, when we disconnect you, don't go back and get yourself reconnected, okay? I didn't think that would reconnect me. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. They're back. It's because you reconnected. All right. Disconnect. Get the sin life cleaned up. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's not hard. You can do that. Amen. You can do that. Yes, you can. Amen. There we go. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Would you get my face? Okay, get it. Go away. Tell you all these pop-ups they put on this thing. I don't need any of them. What is this? Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Send. There we go. All right. Praise your name, Jesus. There we go. We got it going. All right. Hmm. Mm, there we go. All right. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise his holy name. Praise his name forevermore. Praise his holy name. Yeah, bind the demons before answering the phone. In fact, you you know, if you actually follow Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7, you have to ask if you have permission to take the call. But I know most of you don't live that close to the Lord that you do that. You just do what you think. Well, that doesn't always work. Amen? Amen. Let's see if I can get some of this put up for you. Let's see if this will work. Amen. Praise God. Uh-huh. You know, there are times when the Lord really doesn't want you to do certain things. And if you follow your own mind, you'll go right on and do what you think instead of what the Lord really wants. Amen? So, I would suggest to everyone that before you answer the phone, you ask the Lord if he wants you to answer that call. He might not want you to do that. You know, he's, he's the Lord of your life. That means he runs your show, not you. Some of you still haven't quite figured that out yet, but uh, we're hopeful that you'll get there. Amen? We're hopeful that you will arrive. That's right. He's supposed to be in charge of your show, not you. We've been trying to convince you that that's the way this really does work. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, that's a little better. Amen. I don't know that I'm going to get all this done. I've got two hands, and that's all I've got. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Kill Lord Jesus. Amen. You know, some of you, somebody asks you to do something for them, you just jump up and do it. You don't ask the Lord if you have permission to do it. You just decide, oh, that's a good thing to do. It may not be what God wants done at all. I remember one time in particular, Pastor Pat told me about this lady she kept blessing. And the Lord got on to her case about that one day. And he finally asked her, he said, why are you blessing someone that I'm not blessing? And she had to repent. But, you know, we keep saying, quit doing things your way, do things his way. No, you're set in your mind that you're supposed to do this this way, 
because this was how you were trained and how you were taught and how you were raised and what you think. I got news for you. You're in another kingdom. You have a different life. Go with the new life. Praise God. Go with the new life. It has new rules and regulations, standards and expectations. Amen? Not necessarily all the old ones. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. We, the undersigned members of the Senate Republican Conference, write to express our outright opposition to a debt ceiling hike without real structural spending reform that reduces deficit spending and brings fiscal sanity back to Washington. The GOP senators wrote in their letter to Biden on January 27th. The letter was led by Senator Mike Lee and co-signed by 23 other senators, including Senators Marsha Blackburn, Ron Johnson, Mike Braun, Ted Budd, Ted Cruz, Rick Scott, Rand Paul, Mike Crapo, James Risch, John Barrasso, James Lankford, to name a few. It is the policy of the Senate Republican Conference that any increase in the debt ceiling must be accompanied by cuts in federal spending of an equal or greater amount as the debt ceiling increase or meaningful structure reform in spending, the group wrote. We intend to stand by that policy as examples of meaningful reforms. The lawmakers pointed to the Prevent Government Shutdowns Act and the Full Faith and Credit Act. The Prevent Government Shutdowns Act, initially introduced by Langford and Senator Maggie Hassan, in February 2019 would prevent government shutdowns by setting up an automatic continuing resolution and preventing lawmakers from leaving the nation's capital until the spending legislation is passed. Meanwhile, the Full Faith and Credit Act was introduced in September 2021 by a group of GOP senators, including Cruz, Scott, Braun, and Barrasso. If enacted, it would make sure the federal government prioritizes funding for the military, veterans, and seniors should the federal debt ceiling be reached. We do not intend to vote for a debt ceiling increase without structural reforms to address current and future fiscal realities, actually enforce the budget and spending rules on the books and manage out-of-control government policies, the group added. In their letter, the group of GOP senators also criticized the Biden administration, saying that the nation's fiscal policy is a disaster. The United States reached its statutory debt limit of $31.381 trillion on January 19th. And the Treasury Department had to activate extraordinary measures to keep the government solvent until early June. Our country owes $31 trillion, a level of debt that now well exceeds the size of our economy, the GOP senators continued. Inflation is making life more expensive for American families every single day. Meanwhile, your administration is directing federal agencies to continue to spend billions in taxpayer resources, expanding the size and scope of the IRS to go after families and small businesses, policing the speech of Americans on social media, funding equity programs in the military, and pouring money into programs for a pandemic that your administration has declared over. 
On January 26, Scott, Bud, and Braun introduced the Blocking the Adverse and Dramatic Increased Reliance on Surveillance Activities Act. According to the legislation's press release, the bill would rescind about $70 billion in funding for the Internal Revenue Service appropriated by the Inflation Reduction Act for hiring 87,000 IRS agents. Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law in August 2022 amid concerns that it would drive up the price of electricity and gasoline and about much and and about how much it would really lower US inflation. Americans are keenly aware that their government is not only failing to work for them but actively working against them. The GOP senator said risk in a Twitter post sharing the letter said it was time to reduce excessive spending. Now is not the time to increase the debt ceiling unless Congress makes meaningful action to reduce expensive spending and enforce our monetary policy, he wrote. The letter comes as Biden is scheduled to meet with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on February 1st, that would be today, to discuss spending and debt limit. On Sunday, McCarthy told told CBS News Face the Nation, cutting Social Security and Medicare was off the table. I mean, if you read your commitment to America, all we talk about is strengthening Medicare and Social Security. So, and I know the president says he doesn't want to look at it, but we've got to make sure we strengthen those, McCarthy added. However, he added that defense spending, including military aid to Ukraine, could face cuts. Yay! There will not be a default, McCarthy added. But what is really irresponsible is that the Democrats are doing right now saying we just raised the limit. The White House told media outlets on Sunday that Wednesday's meeting could cover a range of issues. The president will ask Speaker McCarthy if he intends to meet his constitutional obligation to prevent a national default, as every other House and Senate leader in U.S. history has done, and the White House said. He will underscore that the economic security of all Americans cannot be held hostage to force unpopular cuts on working families. On January 30th, Biden, when asked about a reporter, asked by a reporter about what his message to the GOP House leader would be in Wednesday's meeting, said, show me your budget, I'll show you mine. Yeah, sure. Jesus, we need you. Thank you, Lord, for your righteous adjudications. Requesting adjudications from the righteous just concerning Health Canada. Canada. Hey, you Canadians, pay attention. Health Canada is seeking a contractor to further develop its COVID-19 vaccine passport system and extend it to include other health data such as exemption and recovery credentials, according to a tender notice. In response to the COVID-19 outbreak, there has been a global effort to advance vaccines and therapeutics and develop public health digital solutions, says the statement of work introducing the project issued by Public Services and Procurement Canada, PSPC. Canada's ability to defeat COVID-19 depends greatly on assembling immunization data to guide key decision-making throughout the pandemic. The solicitation for a contractor to build a digital health tech platform was posted in late November by the Canada Buys website 
and bidding closed on January 3rd. The supplier has yet to be announced. The incumbent for a previous contract of a similar nature was Deloti Incorporated, which was awarded a contract for $59 million spanning January 2021 to January 2023. Bidding details made available by PSPC indicate the previous contract was for the development of the National Vaccine Management Information Platform with the Canadian COVID-19 proof of vaccination credentials being delivered as part of it. Statement of work for the new initiative. There we go. All right. The statement of work for the new initiative states that the digital transformation branch within Health Canada will provide thought leadership and standards and solutions for Canadian health credentials for specific pan-Canadian initiatives. Those include proof of vaccination credentials, PVC, exemption credentials, test credentials, recovery credentials, conversion from one standard to another, support solutions to address immunization, international inoperability, enhanced connections to internal health Canada systems, etc. Vaccine passports were used by the provinces and financed and encouraged by Ottawa, but the federal government also issues its own proof of vaccination for travel outside the country, according to the Health Canada website. Health Canada wants the new solutions developed to be geared for domestic uses and international travel. The new request for bids shows that the federal government is still pursuing the development of COVID-19 control measures. The new contract also suggests the federal government intends to merge vaccine paths. a digital ID system. Wow, did you know that? The statement of work defines a digital health credential as an electronic document that details a medical qualification competence health status record issued by a relevant authority. The credentials could include a verifiable Digital identity of the user and the holder of the credentials, says the document. The selected contractor's role will be to develop new releases of the PVC and related technologies and provide expertise on the design, implementation, and use of health credential technologies. This seeks to facilitate the Canadian health journey, leveraging digital identity, new health standards and solutions, health artificial intelligence, cloud and big data structure, architectures, etc. Health Canada is pursuing this product at a time that all provinces and territories have long dropped vaccine passport systems and COVID-19 restrictions, save for a few measures related to health workers in some provinces. The federal government has also lifted vaccine mandates, opened the border, though it reimposed restrictions on travelers from China in early January. The government has indicated that it acknowledges that the World Health Organization, who considers COVID-19 a public health emergency of international concern, WHO General Director General, whatever his name is, made the announcement on January 30th after receiving advice from the International Health Regulations Emergency Committee. The Public Health Agency of Canada, part of the federal government's health portfolio, along with Health Canada, says the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which causes COVID-19, is still evolving 
and circulating widely in Canada and across the world. Canada's continued focus on COVID-19 takes many shapes in the information space and relies heavily, heavily on new technologies. The Public Health Agency of Canada, part of the federal government's health portfolio, along with Health Canada, hired UK social media intelligence collector firm Pulsar Platform to gather information on the vaccine hesitance and related influencers in order to target them with tailored pro-vaccination messaging. Manipulation, PHAC, also had to suspend its attempt to hire a contractor to directly tap into communications towers to track the anonymized movements. Oh, they're tracking your movements. Ah, anonymized movements of Canadians. After it was revealed, it had done so using third parties without the express consent of cell phone users. Yes, they're sneaky, aren't they? The tracking of movement was used in part to assess compliance with lockdown orders. They're tracking you. Federal government report published last August had also said that the next step in the government's digital infrastructure plan is to introduce a digital identity program. You and that dictator you got, I tell you. Oh. What more can you expect? The government also subscribed to the vision of the World Economic Forum to usher in a fourth industrial revolution. The WEF is a globalist organization of leaders in the fields of politics, industry, and activism that seeks to influence government and corporate governance. Canada is a signatory of the WEF-sponsored Agile Nations Charter, which seeks to streamline regulations to allow the proliferation of new technologies like gene editing and digital ID. Innovation Canada spearheaded a project under that framework to test the use of digital credentials to obtain services, complete transactions, and cross borders according to internal details revealed by the Treasury Board. Transport Canada was also involved in another digital IDWF initiative, the known traveler digital identity. The department says the project is now over and being closed out with new initiatives to be unveiled next spring. The Dutch government, which was the other state entity involved in the known traveler digital identity initiative, will conduct another digital ID project with Canada in the coming months. Bank of Canada Governor Tiff McLem also said in December 2022 that his organization will conduct consultations this year on the implementation of a central bank digital currency. Critics of widespread digitalization fear it will usher in a social credit system like that seen under the dictatorship of the Chinese Communist Party, where everything is tracked and citizens can be denied services based on their opinions. Mm -hmm. In a best-case scenario, a digital ID will make your personal details and identity less confidential and secure. You bet. Ontario party leader and former MP Derek Sloan said, in a worst-case scenario, it can be used 
as it is in communist China, to control citizens' movement and access to basic social services. It could even be used to control what you can buy or where you can go if used in conjunction with a vaccine passport or lockdown rules like we've seen in the past. Proponents like Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government say digital ID will facilitate services. Now more than ever, we have to work to do have work to do to make it easier for Canadians to interact with the government of Canada, and we are committed to better serving Canadians in a digital age, Treasury Board President Mona Fortier said in her announcement of Canada's digital government strategy last August. Woo! Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning inflation in France, accelerated in January as the government phased out some measures to contain soaring energy and food prices. Figures reported on Tuesday by NC, the country's statistics agency, show. According to preliminary estimates, the standardized EU measure of price growth rose 7% from a year ago after a 6.7% increase in December. The report indicated that inflation, which was in line with expectations, jumped after the government wound back a subsidy for car fuel at the end of the year. Adding further pressure on energy costs was a 15% hike in government-set regulated gas prices at the start of the year, according to Reuters. Regulated power prices are also set to rise 15% in February, the outlet reported. Meanwhile, economists expect inflation in France to start easing once increases in energy prices subside. Finance Minister Bruno Le Maire said that the country's top economic priority was to bring down energy prices and spiraling inflation. He expects inflation to abate from the middle of 2023 onwards. So he said. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, we'll see how that actually turns out. You know how it is. They make these predictions based on what they want to say. Doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. It means that's what they want to say. Amen. And all of us have sense enough to know that by now. Now, don't we? Praise the Lord. Amen. We are requesting cations from the righteous judge concerning President Joe Biden's administration reportedly decided to send longer-range rockets to Ukraine, giving Kiev's forces the capability to hit targets farther behind the front lines, just as a top Ukrainian intelligence official threatened more strikes deeper inside Russia. The gift of ground-launched small-diameter bombs Rocket artillery munitions with a range of 150 kilometers, that's 94 miles, will be part of an incoming military aid package for Ukraine valued at more than $2 billion. Wow. Do you have $2 billion to give Ukraine? I don't. Maybe you do, though. They reported this on Tuesday, citing two unidentified U.S. officials familiar with the plan. The package will also include additional Javelin anti-tank weapons, mine-resistant vehicles, multiple launch 
rocket systems, and support equipment for Patriot Air Defense Systems. The GLSDB rockets will give Ukrainian forces further reach, nearly doubling the range of the MLRS and HIMARS munitions at Washington and its NATO allies, NATO allies have previously been provided. Biden has been reluctant to send the weaponry that could strike Russian soil risking escalation into a wider conflict with Moscow, but he has authorized increasingly provocative aid in recent weeks. Washington approved plans to send M1 Abrams tanks to Kiev last week, even after Biden initially claimed back in March that the U.S. wouldn't provide tanks for planes, saying that's called World War III. Well, that's why he's doing it. While the U.S. made made tanks are expected to be delivered to Ukraine by the end of this year or even in 2024, the first batch of previously approved 60 Brady fighting vehicles is already en route, U.S. Transportation Command confirmed on Monday. Isn't that interesting? You say one thing and you do something else. I think they call that lying At least that's the way I read it in the scripture, that that's called lying. You say one thing, you do something else, and you know when you say it you're not telling the truth. They call that a lie. I firmly believe that's what it's called. So let us continue. Um, All right. Okay, that's better. The G... LSBD is being developed by U.S. defense contractor Boeing Company under plans to quickly get new weapons into production for Kiev. It combines the GBU-39 small diameter bomb with the M26 rocket motor, both of which can be drawn from existing U.S. weapons stock. Washington will reportedly stop short of fulfilling Ukrainian presence Vladimir Zelensky's oft-repeated request for the MGM-140 Army Tactical Missile System, which has a range of some 300 kilometers, double the GLSDB's reach. You know, if I, you know, I just knew that all of this stuff got paid for with tax, U.S. taxpayer money. So the U.S. taxpayer has not agreed to send Ukraine any weapons of any kind. So who's spending our money? Hmm, that's a thought. While U.S. officials have claimed that they don't intend for weapons given to Ukraine to be used for strikes into Russian territory, come on now, stop lying. Kiev's forces appear to have no compunction about such attacks. U.S. State Department spokesman Ned Price reiterated Washington's stance earlier this month that Kiev is free to select its own targets, including Crimea, which he claimed is still Ukrainian territory. Ukrainian intelligence chief Kirill Badanov vowed on Tuesday that until the territorial integrity of Ukraine is restored, there will be problems inside Russia. He also said Kiev aims to retake Crimea Crimea by this summer. The Kremlin has insisted that any threats to Russian territory 
including Crimea and the territories that voted to join Russia in September will result in the use of more powerful weapons by Moscow. Duma chairman, whoever his name is, warned earlier this month a possible global tragedy for humanity if Western nations continue to provide weapons that Kiev could use to strike civilian cities and attempt to seize Russian territory. Well, isn't that interesting? Amen. We always have interesting things happening in our world. Amen. The devil's always busy, and we are always in prayer. Amen. We are always in prayer. We want to thank the Lord for keeping us in prayer because this is where we need to be. Amen. This is where we need to be. Amen. This is where we need to be. (sighs) Amen. This is where we need to be. Amen. There we go. So I'm trying to post a little bit at a time so you all can read it like you usually do. But it takes a little doing to get it done. So give me a second. And okay, don't do that. I didn't didn't ask you to do that. There we go. I think one day, maybe not necessary, I'll have a computer that only does exactly what I want it to do. And Microsoft won't have a thing to do with it. Isn't that great? (laughs) Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning fraudsters, fake Social Security numbers, may have walked off with $5.4 billion in pandemic loans from two of the U.S.'s COVID-19 relief programs, according to a report published on Monday by Watchdog Group. The Pandemic Response Action Committee. That's interesting. Uh-huh. That's right. Now, you know, if we had tried that, we'd be in jail by now. But these folks have got a committee that's going to talk about them. They're nowhere near jail, but we would have been in jail by now. Uh-huh. Okay, that's how they do that. The report came ahead of a House representative's hearing on wasteful pandemic spending. The report found the COVID-19 emergency injury disaster loans and paycheck protection program had paid out loans to 69,323 questionable Social Security numbers, where the Social Security numbers were either not issued by the federal government at all or did not match up to the actual holder's name or birthday. Or birthday. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? The figure represents nearly a third of of 221,427 Social Security numbers the group flagged as potentially fraudulent 
after submitting loan applicants' data to the Social Security Administration to confirm whether the personal information on the 3 million applications matched the listed Social Security numbers. You know, I would have sworn they were supposed to do that before they released the money. The PRAC acknowledged both pandemic relief funds were unusually susceptible to fraud due to the elevated urgency of the situation and noted the process to implement SSN verification agreements among agencies can be lengthy. Having such information sharing agreements in place before an emergency would ensure timely access to verification information and improve federal program integrity, protect taxpayer funds from improper payments and fraud, better ensure benefits are paid only to those who are truly eligible, and reduce the incidence of identity fraud in government programs, thereby helping protect victims of identity theft, the watchdog concluded. The U.S. pandemic loan program doled out almost $1.2 trillion to small businesses and individuals affected by the pandemic, as well as opportunists who took advantage of the tax over the lax oversight to plunder the funds meant for struggling Americans. The latter included a Miami resident charged last month with defrauding the Paycheck Program Protection Program of $2.1 million. He spent on a Lamborghini, Rolexes, and designer clothing. <laughs> Your taxpayer dollar at work. A fellow Lamborghini fan from Houston was sentenced to nearly 10 years in prison for spending his own stolen $1.6 million SUV made by the iconic sports car brand Rolexes and strippers. And a Las Vegas resident pleaded guilty to stealing $2 million for a Bentley, a Tesla, and luxury condo. There you have it. That's your yearly report of what the government has done with your money. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ah, how refreshing. Mm-hmm. Brother Marshall, it's time to pray, sir. Hearing it all joy when you fall into various trials and temptations. Well, Father, we know these things don't just happen. It's a coincidence. It says the curse causeless shall not come. So I and we take responsibility and repent and renounce the things we are struggling to understand, Father God, including our personal sins and generational iniquities, and ask you to forgive us for all these things that affect any of those we're interceding for. Father, we thank you for a few people standing up uh, in the... Um, the Congress, Father God, to suggest that maybe we don't need to just keep artificially uh, creating money out of thin air to keep the government, whatever it is, rolling along. We know it's been on borrowed time for a long time. The value of the U.S. dollar has already declined by 98% since 1971, since we were taken off the gold standard. So we only have 2% left. But if we use up the last 2%, then the dollar will be absolutely worth zip. Nothing. It's by, backed by full faith and credit of what? Of uh, the government. Well, what is that worth? So, Father, we know there's a little struggle here going on, and there's a few people making an attempt to stand up, and we thank you for that. We thank you for giving them backbone and courage to do it in the way that you want. 
And I know they're watching their political backside, but they want to look like they're actually standing up to, for doing what's right. And we thank you for that. But, Father God, we know there's, there's a lot of things. It's actually a uniparty, and they're just doing a little game here, a little dancing around game. So, Father God, we ask you for deliver all the saints in every nation, not just the United States and not just in Canada, not just uh, kind of Holland and every nation where they're trying to control people against their will, including this Health Canada system, Father God, being proposed uh, kind of a, to, to track and trace, uh, I mean, to, uh, uh, to provide wonderful technological assistance to Canadian citizens, Father God. Of course, they want to do that in every nation. Why would they want to do that? Because that's the whole agenda. And why is it so important to go along with what uh, the WHO Director Tedros has to say? That's part of the agenda. Even the wonderful, supposedly conservative governor of Florida has gone along with it. He's one of the few states, along with some very liberal states, that have already signed on to this. If Tedros comes out to say, oh, there's another pandemic, it's not ideal. So, Father, not just the people in Canada, not just the people in Florida, but every state, every nation, every area, Father God, ask for your help and your divine help, Father God, as we repent. And we stand on your word, because we know these things don't just happen as a fluke. So I'm going to read your word back to you, because you said, put me in remembrance, let us plead together, declare thou that thou mayest be justified, just like you said in Isaiah 43, verse 26. And you said in Psalm 106, beginning at verse 6, we have sinned with our fathers. Oh, boy. Are there some people that have been controlled by idolatry, you know, greed, mammon, worship false gods? We have sinned with our fathers and have committed iniquity. We have done wickedly, and not just the United States. Many of these nations, all these people getting their hands out. Our, our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt. They remembered not the multitude of thy mercies, but provoked him at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord, for saving the people that you purchased for your namesake because of the blood of the covenant. That might make his mighty power to be known. Father, make your mighty power to be known. You, Satan, the mind blinder are bound. All your little underlings are bound in Jesus' name. From our positions, he didn't have any places as well in Jesus' name. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up. He led them through the depths as through the wilderness, and he saved them from the hand of them that hated him and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. And the waters covered their enemies. There was not one of them left. Then believed they his words, and they sang his praise. And verse 13, Psalm 103, excuse me, Psalm 106, verse 13, they soon forgot his works. They waited not for his counsel. You mean they didn't hold every thought captive? They didn't want to hear what God had to say? They thought they could just do it presumptuously. Father God, we repent and renounce every spirit of presumption. Trying to say, well, I always thought, well, what does God think? They soon forgot his works. They waited not for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly. Father, I take responsibility to repent and renounce for entertaining the spirit of lust, lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. They lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. And he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. Some people have a worship of their belly, but they don't worship the Creator God. We don't want leanness in our soul, Lord. We don't want to be fat on the outside and be empty on the inside. They envied Moses also in the camp, and Aaron, the saint of the Lord. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the company of Abiram. And a fire was kindled in their company, and the flame burned up the wicked. 
then made a calf in Horeb and worshipped the molten image. They changed their glory into the similitude of an ox that eateth grass. They forgot God their Savior, which had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and terrible things by the Red Sea. Therefore he said that he would destroy them, had not Moses his chosen stood before him in the breach, to turn away his wrath, lest he should destroy them. Yea, buys the pleasant land, and believe not his word. I mean, we're really going to go to heaven? Can't we just have it all right here, right now? Don't we want the, don't we want just the Lamborghinis now? We want the Rolexes now? They despise the pleasant land. They believe not his word. They murmured in their tents. Oh, you mean you don't want us to murmur and complain? They murmured in their tents and hearken not, uh, not unto the voice of the Lord. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. The voice of a stranger they will not heed. So we hold every thought captive in Jesus' name, continuing as they need it, since the weapons of, of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, the point down the strongholds in Jesus' name, because of the blood of covenant. Therefore he lifted up his hand against them and overthrew them in the wilderness to overthrow their seed to overthrow their seed also among the nations and to scatter them in the lands. They joined themselves also unto an idol till, till Baal Peor, I don't even like to mention the names of false gods, they ate the sacrifices of the dead. God have mercy. They provoked him to anger with their inventions. Oh, but you need to see my new fancy computer. You need to see my new AI robot. Oh, it can do wonderful things. They provoked him to anger with their inventions, and the plague break in upon them. Do we have a plague break in upon us, at least a pretend plague? Then stood up Phineas and executed judgment, so the plague was stayed. What did Phineas do? He came in. With, he's a priest. Oh, the priest just have to speak nice, sweet words. He came in with a javelin. What did he do? Oh, there was this Jewish guy hanging out with a Midianite woman, and they were going to do uh, things that were not uh, good to do. The people are not married. Uh, and what did he do with the javelin? It went through both of them. And what happened to them? Did they keep living and repented? I don't think so. I think they exited this world. But we have a new covenant found upon better promises. We could just bind the demons. We don't have to kill those that are filled with demons to the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Amen. Then stood up Phineas and executed judgment, and the plague was stayed. Lord, raise up those that are going to execute the judgment the way you want, Father, in Jesus' name. That was counted to him for righteousness unto all generations. He gave him a covenant of peace, actually. He made peace by the blood of his cross. And angered him at the waters of strife, so that it went ill with Moses for their sakes. Moses got a little hot under the collar. I don't even know if he had a collar, but he got a little bit hot under his turban or whatever he was wearing, his cloak. Because the people were like, we don't want to do what you want. So, Father, Moses was the most humble man who ever lived. That is, before Jesus came. That's what it says in, in your book in Deuteronomy. He was the most humble man. He fasted twice for 40 days and 40 nights. He didn't eat or drink. Speaking of humbling yourself with fasting. <laughs> he was the most humble man, and yet he got upset. So, Father, help us to not get upset. Help us to put that time delay fuse between what we're thinking and what we say. Set a watch before our mouths, keep the door of our lips. Father, we can't intercede the way Moses interceded, or can we? Can we intercede even better? Because Jesus said the things I have done, you will do, and greater things than these. What did Jesus say? He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. 
They bind those demonic spirits, the lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, and rebellion, every unclean and perverse spirit, every spirit of mammon, every ungodly, all the marine spirits, every ungodly spirit, lust, love of this present world, every ungodly spirit of rebellion against the living God is bound. And we cancel their assignment, not just those at Health Canada, not just those at, at the WEF, every area we've, that Pastor Sabrina has just read through and referred to, including those affecting those in Canada's government and those in the United States government, not just Justin Trudeau, not just this so-called Biden, whoever he is, and the, the puppet masters, and all that. The, and who's controlling the puppet masters? Oh, there's a, a different puppet masters controlling them. Demons controlling demons. Yeah, very interesting. A lot of strings being attached. A lot People like little little marionette shows, but there's a lot of weird marionette shows going on globally all over the world. And and is, is, is the United States in World War III with Russia, or is it actually World War IV now almost? Is it a fifth? I don't know what it is. They're trying to bring in a fourth industrial revolution, so we're in a, already in a psychological war, Father. And we ask you to deliver us from all those spirits of stinking thinking, as I think it was Dean or one of the saints referred to. And that's what it is. It's a spirit of stinking thinking. We bind every one of those spirits of ungodly fear and stinking thinking. As Father, you've not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And perfect love casts out all fear. Because we've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, deliver us. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We're all whosoever, and we call upon your name. We ask you to deliver us. Deliver those that are standing up like Moses to intercede for your people, so we will not speak unadvisedly with our lips, as Moses made that little mistake, Father God. So he couldn't go into the promised land himself. He got to see it from afar off, but he didn't get to go in. And what was their problem? It says they, they mingled themselves with the heathen, like it says in Psalm 106, verse 35, and learned their works. Oh, you mean we can do this funny funny thing on the Internet and we can make lots of funny money? They served their idols, which was a snare unto them. Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils. Even as Dr. Zelenko said, what do you think about people getting their children vaccinated? Oh, it's um, child sacrifice. It's child sacrifice to the devil. He's just a you know, nice Jewish doctor in upstate New York. So, Father God, for all those people who have been controlled by the spirit of ungodly fear and mind control spirits, we bind those spirits with stinking thinking and mind control and every spirit issued by every government, not just the CDC, not just the Health Canada, all the governments trying to control the people to do things to their own children, they think it's for their benefit because they haven't asked the living God. They think it's good to give an mRNA injection to a child that cannot even get the so-called COVID-19, which was just the trumped-up thing, not by Trump. Boom, and he had a little signature on the form there to bring in the hurry-up vaccination, which was it really a vaccination. Father God, we know they have different plans. But there's a battle going on between the global elite right now. We know there's a battle in heaven, as somebody already posted in the chat room from Revelation chapter 5. Yes, Michael and his angels fighting against. So, Father, there's a battle going on. It's showing up on earth, Father God. And there's the global elite. We don't all know who the good guys are and the bad guys are because really only God is good. Jesus says that over in, in, uh, in Mark 10, 18. Only God is good. There's some people who say, oh, we're not going to force you to take a vaccine. We're just going to say you can't participate in the economy very well if you don't take it, and you can't take all the benefits of this new wonderful industrial revolution. We make you part robot and part human because God didn't know what he was doing when he said he created Adam and Eve and said, very good. Can God lie? You said, very good. You didn't say, oops, I 
forgot to add a little mRNA in there. Oh, that's going to really help them. So, Father, we ask you to deliver us from every spirit of idolatry and rebellion, Father God. Ask for your divine intervention, adjudication concerning all these things and trying to send new, bigger, longer-range missiles over to Ukraine that the wonderful United States taxpayers are so willingly eager to pay with their taxes. Oh, yippee! We don't begrudge Boeing earning a few dollars, but is this really what we want them to do? Because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, we're supposed to have medical armaments to protect the citizens of the United States, protect our borders. Why the Ukrainian border is so important? And the United States border is not so important. Why are people not only flooding across from the southern border, I heard recently, even from the northern border into New Hampshire? How could that be? Of course, they get a little bit chilly up there this time of the year. Very chilly. Father, we ask you to deliver all those people that have been sold a bill of goods. Deliver all those people that are listening to lying speeches, that different fraudsters that are stealing stuff from all this. All these questionable loans being issued to people that don't even have U.S. Uh, Social Security numbers because that's never supposed to be a way to identify anyone. That's what it said on the original Social Security numbers. The government says one thing, and they do another. And so, Father, you said we're supposed to ask you, Lord. And those that have been taken captive by the enemy, you even gave the Jewish people, had them pitied by those who were taking them captive, so you told us to pray to you, Father God, in Psalm 106, verse 40, 47. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the heathen to give thanks to thy holy name and triumph in thy praise. Oh, you inhabit the praises of your people, not the boohooing. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say amen and praise ye the Lord, because you inhabit the praises of your people. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. Well, how do we get an ever-living heart? Uh, only God is good. We have to receive his heart. He told us to pray for those who despitefully use us. So we do that, Father. If you can save any of those in these positions of authority, whatever their positions are, Father God, in the medical realm, in the governmental realm, in the corporate realm, if you can save any of their souls, whether even at Pfizer, Father God, because those people that kind of cut that about might not want to own up to this guy that was very high level at Pfizer, apparently, who said that they had plans that were not, um, looked a whole lot like making a, a virus so they can come out with a vaccine to just make money, even though the virus isn't really going to save anybody, even though it's just going to control people's minds and then control their bodies so they can put some more stuff into their bodies to control them from 5G. So, Father God, help your people, help the body of Christ to wake up, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for doing so. We thank you for the, the wonderful prophecy, Father God, the wonderful open vision that Tommy Hicks had back in 1961. You said there will be another revival. And I heard a lady from South Africa recently who said, yes, there's going to be another revival. I actually started to cry when I heard this lady. Wonderful. She seemed to have a real heart for people, Father God, a real heart for people controlled by, by, by having to sell their bodies because they were starving to death, Father God, to just get a little something to eat. When I was just a child, I heard a beautiful story. How you loved me so much that. 